Hi there. As we hurtle forward into the dark of the year and the inevitability of the holidays, I have several suggestions for feeding people that are easy to create and will be a hit on the party table. Today, I'm running a second helping episode to get you through breakfasts and dinners when the crush gets tightest. For hosting or attending a party in the next few weeks, here are some suggested podcasts for awesome treats. I'll be posting the links on Facebook the last week in December, but you can go find these on your own at thecookalongpodcast.com or on your podcast feed for the show. Almond Addiction, a fabulous homemade candy people love receiving as a gift. If there's somebody you haven't got anything for yet, this is what you could do without having to think very hard. Sun-dried tomato cheese spread, two cheeses and garlic. It's always a hit. My original goat cheese and pistachio spread. Easy, sophisticated, cream cheese, garlic. My copycat Trader Joe's blue cheese roasted pecan dip. This is one of my most popular podcast recipes. Remember my killer version of warm artichoke parmesan dip. I've never had any that was better than this. Two versions of toasted nuts. Spicy. Chipotle and rosemary roasted nuts and sweet sugar and spice roasted almonds. And most importantly of all, the vanilla cinnamon maple whiskey sour. Whether you choose the virgin version or use the whiskey, this drink at the end of any day will make everything okay. Enjoy today's podcast and happy holidays. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi there, I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. I have a recipe here for chai-spiced cheesecake muffins. Cheesecake, I'm sure, will catch your attention. You may not be familiar with chai. Chai is derived from the Hindu word for tea, which is cha. So when you ask for a chai at, say, your favorite neighborhood coffee shop, what you're asking for is tea, quite specifically spiced with a lot of wonderful warm things that make the drink cozy. My youngest child is a barista, and that's where I first learned about chai. 
it would be made either warm or iced with a sweetened syrup made from a lot of ginger and cinnamon and cardamom and fennel and maybe a little black pepper just to add a little spice and all kinds of other things that could be in it. And then it would get put in a cup with some milk or cream of the tea sipper's choice, oat milk or almond milk or regular milk or whole milk. And it's wonderful to kind of perk you up and soothe you all at the same time because of all these wonderful spices. So this recipe takes those same wonderful spices and turns it into something even better, which is a muffin that has a little center of vanilla cheesecake filling. These are extraordinary. I mean, you can't keep your eyes open while you're eating one because you just want to close your eyes and savor it. Your mouth, your friends, your family, they're all going to thank you for making this recipe for them. I'm thinking that this is great for breakfast, great for mid-morning, great for afternoon snack, great for dessert. It's not a cupcake, and yet, to have the cheesecake in the middle of a muffin kind of makes it a dessert. Your ingredient list is easy enough, except for one possible ingredient that could give you a little trouble. It is one and three quarter cups of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of cinnamon, a half teaspoon of ground ginger, a half teaspoon of ground cardamom, and that one could give you some trouble because it's an expensive spice. It is one of the most expensive spices in the world. So you might have trouble finding it in your grocery store. I know that Penzi's Spices carries it, and you can get little jars as well as big jars. It is a spice that's really fun to have around the house because sometimes the tiniest pinch in some baked good will make just enough difference that people can't tell why it's better, but they know it is. I've used it in all kinds of fun things, but just a tiny pinch, not enough to really identify. In this, with a half teaspoon, you're going to identify it. And I hope you can find some to use this for because it's really an important ingredient in this recipe. You also need a half teaspoon of nutmeg, a teaspoon of baking soda, a half teaspoon of salt, two cups of applesauce. That doesn't have to be anything fancy because while it certainly adds flavor, it's also providing the moisture for these muffins. So a can or a jar of your simple store brand applesauce is going to be fine, but you do need two cups of it. One and a quarter cups of brown sugar, two large eggs, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a half a cup of vegetable oil, and then for the cheesecake filling, you're going to need eight ounces of cream cheese. And I'm going to use a Neufchatel because... I figure less fat is always better, and I like the fact that it's not quite as stiff. A quarter cup of granulated sugar, another teaspoon of vanilla extract. Your equipment, you need a large bowl for the dry ingredients. You need another large bowl for the wet ingredients. You need a medium bowl for the cheesecake filling. You need a 12-cup muffin tin, and either paper liners for that, or nonstick spray for that. I just found these cool silicone sleeves that fit into the muffin cup. They're kind of expensive. They came from food52.com, but they are wondrous. You don't have to spray them, 
and you don't have to fight to get the cupcakes or muffins out of the tin. I suggest you look for them if you feel inspired to spend some money because they're, like I said, they're not cheap, but wonderful things. And you need a toothpick because we're going to do some swirling with the toothpick. Not a lot, but a little bit. Your do-aheads are only two. Need to preheat your oven to 375 degrees and you need to bring your eight ounces of cream cheese to room temperature, which means it needs to sit out for a little while. I have not done that with mine, so it'll be kind of better because it's a Neufchatel, which is already softer, but I'm gonna try the same trick I do with butter cubes. It's still wrapped in its foil wrapper here. I'm gonna put it in my pocket for a bit while I assemble some of the rest of these ingredients and see if I can warm it up. And yes, it's cold but it'll be a lot happier to work with when I put it in the bowl once it's warmed up a little bit. So your oven is preheating and we're gonna start with the dry ingredients for the muffin batter. In your first large bowl, you wanna put the flour and measure that in the usual cook-along way, which is aerate the flour, stir it up, and then scoop it into the measuring cup with a spoon and level it off with the handle of the spoon. And if you want to, you can get all these ingredients ready ahead of time so that all you have to do is pour them into the bowl together. That's the smart way to do it. That doesn't mean that's what I do, but it is the right and easiest way to do it. It's just, uh, I don't have that kind of patience, but I'm not saying you shouldn't. You absolutely should. If you can get all your ingredients out on the counter before you start anything at all, this is so much easier and faster. With the flour in the bowl and all over the floor, now we're gonna add two teaspoons of cinnamon. And I think you don't want a hugely overpowering one. I would not use a Saigon cinnamon unless you cut back on it a little bit because you want the other spices in here to have a shot at being tasted. I'm using a blend from Penzi's that does have some Saigon cinnamon in it, but it's a mix of other things as well. Two teaspoons of that. Then you need your ground ginger and a half teaspoon of that. Ginger is probably the predominant spice in most chai syrup mixes. And I don't know that you can buy those syrups. I think that the coffee shops can buy them in huge quantities, but it might be a little harder for you to find it. So if you find you develop a real affection for spiced chai, you may become a regular at your coffee shop. A half a teaspoon of the cardamom. This is a lot of cardamom for a recipe. I can't think of anything I've used this much cardamom in. So it also is going to be a pretty strong flavor. Half teaspoon of nutmeg. And that you can do either already ground or shave it yourself from fresh nutmeg. I am doing pre-ground. It's just easier. And then the stuff that's sort of your workhorse, your baking soda. A whole teaspoon of that goes into this bowl and a half a teaspoon of salt, which you absolutely want because it'll help make the sweetness in here just a little perkier. All right, take your fork and you just whisk that together. And then save your fork because we're gonna use it also again, two more times actually. All right, bowl number two now. And this is for your wet ingredients. Meanwhile, I'm going to take the cream cheese and move it to my other pocket with the other side in toward my body because the first side of my skin is now too cold to warm it up. All right, two cups of applesauce. 
I'm using an unsweetened applesauce from Trader Joe's because again, you will absolutely get some apple flavor out of this, which is appropriate to the recipe. As you might be able to tell from the spices that all go well with apple, but it doesn't need sugar in it because we're about to add quite a lot of sugar, which is the next ingredient. We want one and a quarter cups of packed brown sugar. So I'm doing the quarter cup first and you can just put it in with the applesauce. Pack it down, that's how you measure it. Be sure it's packed tightly. There goes the quarter cup in. And yes, this is kind of a lot of brown sugar, which, you know, in my book, that's a good thing. I think brown sugar is one of those ingredients that when I see it in a recipe, especially when it's with cinnamon, I always think, oh, that'll be good. One and a quarter cups go in the bowl with the applesauce. And then your two large eggs, which I'm gonna, since I have a dirty measuring cup here already that had the applesauce in it, rather than cracking my eggs into the bowl of stuff, I'm gonna do them into this measuring cup, which is what I should always do, but almost never do. That way you don't get any shell in your mixture. And if anything's wrong with the eggs, you find out before you ruin everything else in the bowl. So those get dumped in and then your vanilla. I don't know if vanilla is a component of chai as a beverage, but I think I would not be surprised if it was. If it isn't, it seems like a really good idea to me. Teaspoon, a teaspoon of vanilla. That's another one of those ingredients. You put it with brown sugar and cinnamon, you know it's gonna be good, right? And then the final ingredient here which I'm gonna use the same measuring cup or that I use for the applesauce and cracking the eggs is a half cup of vegetable oil. I'm using canola oil because I don't trust a label that says vegetable. I don't know what's in there. And that then just gets dumped in that same bowl. And then that fork you were using to whisk the dry ingredients together. Now we're gonna use it to whisk the wet ingredients together. Chop up those eggs and break up that brown sugar. Oh yeah, see? This looks really good. That applesauce is gonna add a lot of moisture to these muffins. And the oil doesn't really wanna mix in very easily and actually the brown sugar is kinda of staying lumpy as well. So this may take me a minute. So why don't we take a short break here and when your wet ingredients are all mixed and the oil is mixed in and the lumps of the brown sugar are gone, come on back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, I'm not completely convinced that all the brown sugar lumps are out of this, but I guess I'll discover that when we put everything together, which happens now. So take that same fork, gradually add the dry ingredients into the wet ingredients, and stir it until the batter is thick and smooth. We've only used one fork. Now granted, we're going to use three bowls for this recipe, but at least there aren't a lot of other utensils. Just stir it up until everything's mixed in and there aren't any lumps left. You don't need to work really hard at it, but you do want the dry ingredients incorporated. And that, my friends, is the muffin batter doesn't smell very much. That's interesting. I expected it to have a really strong spicy smell and it doesn't. Now we're going to make the cheesecake filling. So out of my pocket comes the cream cheese. Get it out of its wrapper and into the medium bowl. Mm, I think I might need a second fork for this because I have the other one in the applesauce. You know what? Oh yeah, that's crazy. No, it certainly could be done because all the ingredients are going to the same place, but I think this would be better if I don't get any of the muffin mix in it. That's me scraping the foil off because you know how much of the cream cheese sticks to the foil. Now this filling's pretty simple because unlike an actual cheesecake, there are no eggs in it. It's just the cream cheese and a quarter cup of regular granulated sugar and another teaspoon of the vanilla extract. And here's where we find out if the cream cheese was soft enough. And if you're using regular cream cheese, I do hope you waited and let it come to room temperature because otherwise this is going to be really tricky, this next bit. Because what you're going to do is use that fork, for me a second fork, hopefully for you too. I just think it's a good idea and smash it all together. Just kind of mix the cream cheese in with the sugar and the vanilla until it too is nice and smooth. And this, like I said, is a little harder to do because the cream cheese is stiff. Even my Neufchatel that's been in my pocket. 
but you need to be able to scoop it up with a spoon, a tiny spoon. So it needs to be pretty soft and really well mixed. Now this, this smells good. Vanilla and cream cheese and sugar. You can't go wrong. You could just eat this with a spoon, but don't because we need it. All right, we're almost done here. Now into your muffin tin. You're going to put about a quarter of a cup of batter in each divot. And your batter's probably kind of starting to bubble a little bit. It started to become a little bubbly slash foamy. Both of those words are an exaggeration, but it's doing something. You'll be able to see that chemical reaction of the baking soda starting to make things so they'll rise. And just keep going. This looks like way more batter than is going to fill my 12 muffin cups. Yeah, it's more like 15 easily. I think I'm just going to spray. I only have 12 of these fancy little muffin tin liner things. So I think the rest I'm going to spray a second muffin tin for that. I'm going to pretend there's four here. See what we get. It looks like it's going to be three. So I've done the thing about a quarter of a cup in each one, roughly. Some were maybe not quite as full and some are a little more full than that, but close. And now I'm going to just scoop the last of that batter in with a rubber spatula because I think it's going to be all right about the right amount. Gosh, it just does leave a tiny bit. All right, I'm gonna fill a few of these just a little bit higher. All right, I got 15 this time, and that's all right with me. Now, this cheesecake filling stuff. You wanna get a teaspoon. Mm. Cleaning out the fork on that one. Oh, mm. Mm. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. Oh. All right, now I have to wash my hands, but that's definitely the flavor of cheesecake. That's really nice. All right, about a teaspoon of this gets put into the center of each of these muffins. That's not very much, and I suspect we're going to have more cheesecake and want to add it. But we'll see. Let's start with that amount because we don't want to find that we don't have enough for everybody. Dot this in and see where we get. Why don't I go away here for a minute and you can do the same. Just use your little measuring teaspoon. Oh, that one was more than that. <laughs> There's my oven reaching temperature. Go do your dollop. If you want to see pictures of this and how to do it, you can just go check the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, and you'll see photos there of what I have done. If you end up with leftover filling, go back and put a little more in each one and then come back to me because we have one more step before we can bake this. I just went back and looked at the recipe and it's supposed to make 16 muffins. I wasn't paying attention to that and probably overfilled these. So I, as I said, have 15. And here is where your toothpick comes into play. Get your toothpick out and you just want to kind of try to push that cheesecake around. It's kind of ridiculous because mine at least is not soft enough. But what you are trying to do is sort of swirl it around a little bit 
help it sink down into the middle. You're, you're pretending to swirl it, okay? What I'm really doing is kind of chopping at it, pushing at it, poking at it, and persuading it to go down further into the cup. If I could swirl it, I would. But on the other hand, I kind of want that little ball of cheesecake in the middle. So I'm not going to work too hard at it, but I do need to get it down in a little bit. While I'm doing that, and you hopefully are doing it as well, I'm going to tell you what's left. Once these are all sort of swirled in as much as they're going to get, you're going to put this in your preheated 375 degree oven, and you're going to bake it for about 18 minutes. And I say about because the science isn't specific when everybody's oven's a little different. So you'll know they're done when you reach in there and with your finger kind of touch the top of a muffin and it springs back at you. It doesn't sink, it doesn't indent, it bounces back. That means it's time to take it out. They're also gonna be a little bit brown around the sides, but of course your batter is already brown. So that's not your best way to judge whether they're done or not. And so at that point, about 18 minutes, go ahead and pull them out of your oven and let them sit for about five minutes before you try to do anything with them. And then they're all yours to enjoy. On the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, there will be pictures of these in their finished form, along with pictures of the various steps along the way. You might consider serving them with the Cook Along Podcast scrambled eggs, which you'll find in your podcast feed or on the website. Please tell a friend about this recipe or serve one of these to them and tell them that you learned about it on the Cook Along podcast, where you can listen while you cook instead of trying to read a recipe or follow along with a video. Next time you go into a coffee shop, see if they have chai. Instead of ordering your usual coffee drink, consider whether you want it warm or cold and give it a try. It really is both soothing and stimulating at the same time, as crazy as that sounds. But a good chai is worth your time and your nickel. I wish it was a nickel. Just remember to say chai, not may I have a chai tea, please, because that's asking for tea twice in the same sentence. And until next time, happy cooking! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, 
and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi ko-fi.com slash the cook along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.